Alrighty, welcome back to Geek Out episode number two. I have decided, reading all of your guys' comments and seeing your reactions to the last one, that we're going to go a little bit further into the idea of using multicultural and diverse books inside the classroom. So this week, it's similar topic, a little bit deeper. So this week I decided to look into how an educator can build a multi multicultural library inside their classroom. So with that being said, I think from my own personal experience being in field, obviously I'm not a teacher yet, but I think it's important to get to know your students one-to-one -one before you can decide what books to bring in your classroom. Obviously, as you go through the years and as you become a little bit more knowing and understanding of being an educator, you build that library as you go, but I think it's also important to um, change up a little bit what you bring into the classroom. And um, Meredith Kimmy Lewis from Edutopia actually talks about this idea, and she talks about understanding and knowing your students on a personal level and going from there. The library in your classroom should change each year based on not only your students' needs and their backgrounds, but also their interests. Obviously, each year you're going to find students may like or dislike different things that could be completely different from the last year you had of uh, that group of students. Uh, for example, your students this year might be super, super interested and involved in the idea of outer space. So you could try and incorporate books about that, books that might indulge them in a little bit more of an understanding. But the next year you get in there and if your entire library is space themed and no kids or only a few kids like that, obviously you're going to have a little bit of trouble. Um, so going from there, understanding your students is obviously like where you should start. Um, and then Language Lizard um, talks about looking up the census data for your own area. Um, if your community is made up of a lot of Spanish speakers, get books in the Spanish language. Um, obviously everywhere is a little bit different, um, even Ohio you go from the northwest to the southeast and you would have different obviously different makeups even town to town could be a little bit different um so i looked up just um the census data for tiffin obviously i don't know if i plan on staying anywhere around here and a lot of you guys aren't from around here but this is just where i'm going to school so i thought about like what a teacher right now in this area would need to make their library a little bit more diverse. So according to the United States Census Bureau, the most common language in Tiffin besides English, obviously, is Spanish at 3.3% of the population being Hispanic or Latina or Latino. So even though that's a very small population, it's important to make sure each student in your classroom sees themselves inside those books, in the characters, in the even the written language, because it does show them that you're taking the time to get to know them, to understand who they are, understand their background. It just makes them feel seen. Um, 
I then looked up a little bit more and found a few resources that actually help you in buying and looking for good books that would be an asset to your classroom. So Ashley Baker from How to Build a Multicultural Library talks about some really helpful and free, which is the big thing because obviously um, you can have your students then like sign up for these subscriptions and it doesn't cost a thing for them, which is the most important because obviously every student isn't going to be able to go and buy a $10 a month subscription to a book company. So um, these are different book subscriptions that teachers are allowed to subscribe to, but also students. So you could be subscribed to it as an ed educator and you could really encourage all of your students to try and subscribe to these too. And then books would be sent to their home. So um, one of them that I thought kind of stood out to me was called Little Justice Leaders. And you get a book a month in whatever language that you speak. So when you're going through the subscription process, you cut, you put in like your preferred language and um, they send you books each month. I think it's one book a month about social justice issues. And then you can also pick your age range. So like they're not going to send a kindergarten, something like super hard to read, something like legal issues, that kind of things that like a, a, a college student would read. Um, and another unique thing I thought that this program had was each book you get a month comes with um, like either an activity, a craft you can do afterwards, um, a toy or something along those lines that go with the book to really kind of help the students comprehend and hone in on whatever um, idea that book is surrounding. So I thought that one was extremely beneficial and somewhat empowering, especially because you can you can pick which language you would like to have your book in. And then another one that Ashley Baker talks about is The Conscious Kid. Um, it's another monthly subscription, so one book a month, free, that gives, like, each month there's a different theme based on different cultural experiences. So, um, like, there would be one about, like, um, possibly an African-American student next month, um, an Asian student, and, like, what some ideas and um, it's kind of designed around actual true culture and I know that they mix up nonfiction and fiction as well so it could be a story based on um, an Asian child but with like realistic facts that go with the story but obviously the book is fiction so I thought that one was really cool and gives a, the kid like obviously if there's 12 months in a year, they would have 12 different cultural experiences by signing up for that book subscription. Um, kind of going along the lines of book subscriptions, I found an article called The Ultimate Guide to Multicultural Libraries. Um, the author is Bethany M. Edwards, and she poses a good question to all educators. She asked them, if you were to organize your books in your library, by geography, race, religion, and gender, what would your shelves look like? And she said she does ask teachers like this, and you know, it makes them realize that they don't have a lot of diversity in their books. So she says that's a good starting point when you are building your library is to kind of see what you have and go from there. Um, 
Then Edwards goes on in her article to talk about good resources for educators to get diverse books on. Um, two that really stood out to me were called, one was called Lee and Low Books. They promote diversity and empathy. And then, um, so you can kind of, they give you different books based on like what you're looking for and they're all diverse and um, obviously have that idea of diversity and empathy in them. But I thought what was really cool is that website has a checklist that like the educator can take and it kind of goes through what you should have in your library if you want your library and what you should have for your library to be culturally responsible, which I thought would be a good aid because I mean, when you say multicultural library, you know, some people might be like, what exactly is that? What should I have? What do I need? So I think that having that checklist would be a good starting point and just kind of going through and checking off what you do have, what you don't have. So then you can kind of start to build that library even more. Another um, resource she gave was called Book Riot and that um, you can choose the best subscription that reflects your unique needs, culture, and ethnic backgrounds. So like if the teacher say she took a census of where she was at, she is in like I, I would um, if I was doing Tiffin I would see that um, the Hispanic culture here is the next prominent to um, the white English like speaking language so I could look up subscription based on that Hispanic culture and I would get ones with the culture the background the needs so the needs as in like a, a Spanish language in that book and you can go from there so I think that would be nice to have like a specific route to go and that that book riot website kind of hones in on what you're looking for based on your classroom so I think all of these um, resources would be a good good starting spot to create your multicultural library. Um, that kind of concludes my episode. I just wanted to give some resources and answer some questions on what exactly is that and how do you go about that. So I hope this was helpful and I will see you guys next week or the next two weeks on Geek Out number three.